Good morning and welcome to the January 16th episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show where we are on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is Ryan Joy and on today's episode we're talking about the wrestling legend that challenged for the WWE Championship for the very last time on this very day in 2006. A lot was going on as the WWE kicked off their year in 2006. As you may recall, it was one of the eras where the company had two world champions. One meant to represent Raw, the WWE champion, and one meant to represent SmackDown, the world heavyweight champion. Both of those titles had new owners in January of 06. On the SmackDown side of things, Batista tore his bicep and had to relinquish the title. GM Teddy Long announced that a 20-man battle royal would decide the new champion. That new champion was Raw superstar Kurt Angle. And we'll save Kurt for another day though because we have to talk about the Raw side of things. On the Raw side of things, Edge had recently cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase at the conclusion of the January 8th New Year's Revolution pay-per-view to defeat John Cena after a bloody Cena had already successfully defended his title against five other guys inside the Elimination Chamber. This was the first Money in the Bank cash-in to ever take place. The next night, Edge planned to celebrate with Lita in a live sex celebration. And trust me, that live sex celebration is not the subject of today's show, but we sort of need it to set the, up the actual topic. The live sex celebration would be interrupted by a former champion. That former champion said not only was Edge a bad champion, but he was also dead in the bed, and the nature boy would have to show him how it was done. That's right, Rick Flair interrupted the live sex celebration. Was there ever an angle more suited to Rick Flair? I don't think so. And while Rick strutted all the way to the ring, Edge immediately took Flair out with a chair shot and a concerto before John Cena could eventually make the save. And also sneak a quick peek at Lita under the covers. You're welcome, John Cena. So Cena already had a return match scheduled with Edge at the Royal Rumble, so Flair would receive a championship match against Edge the very next week on Monday Night Raw, and it would be in a match closely associated with the reigning champion. It would be a TLC match. So as Raw started the next week on Martin Luther King Day, and while that's not relevant to the story today, happy MLK Day, everybody. I'm not shocking you by letting you know that the champion bookended the show. Edge wanted another shot at the live sex celebration, but honestly, if you could go back and see what Lita wore to the ring on January 16th, you'd pretty much saw everything you needed to see. Trust me, I blushed watching it back. Once again, Edge's attempt at a live sex was interrupted, this time by Kurt Angle, which caused Jerry Lawler to use the line, and I quote, can't we ever just have some live sex? <laughs> yeah, this is one of those episodes where you don't really have to inter uh, introduce comedy. <laughs> so anyway, moving on. Nothing really happened between Edge and Angle as the chairman made his way to the ring and to reaffirm everyone's assignment for the evening. Oh yeah, did I mention we were in flair country? Woo! Sorry for that lackadaisical attempt at something that should really be left to the people that actually have flair in their last name. Oh, and here's another detail. 
As Ric Flair made his way to the ring, he rushed to a blonde woman at ringside to give her a kiss. And I know that hardly surprises anyone either, but because, you know, it's Ric Flair. But the woman in question was a young Ashley Fleer, or Charlotte, as we would know her today. The production team even gave us a little Ashley Flair graphic to let us know that she was Rick's daughter. Even then, some six years before Ashley would start with WWE, she was perfect for the role. We could hear her shout words of encouragement and scream all night long. The match began with Flair chopping and punching as only the Nature Boy can do, but it wouldn't take long for the champion to cut him off and start using weapons to gain the upper hand. The match included three major high spots. The first had Flair lying on a table outside the ring. Edge tossed a ladder in the ring, set it up, climbed to the top, and dove out of the ring and threw Flair and the table to the floor. At this point, again, as you would expect, Ric Flair is a bloody mess. The second high spot came when Flair got his patented misplaced confidence, since Flair had always been so successful from the top rope, and that's sarcasm, folks. He decided to climb the ropes and then step onto a ladder and climb a few more rungs to, I don't know, drop a knee on edge or something? We'll never know because like a million times before, Flair got caught. Edge actually superplexed him off of the ladder. Yikes, Ashley is really screaming for her dad at this point. The final high spot came a few minutes later when Edge had ascended the ladder in the ring and put his hand on the championship belt hanging above. At that moment, when Edge's hand grazed the championship belt, Ric Flair toppled the ladder over, sending Edge out of the ring and crashing through a table on the floor. If you're keeping track, we're down two tables at this point. Now it's time for Rick to make his attempt at the title, and he does. He climbs the ladder, but Lita cuts him off. And I should add that Lita thankfully changed her shirt because the integrity of that last one wouldn't have held up to any physical activity, much less any physical activity that included Ric Flair. Little Flair jabs, they're low-hanging fruit. In any event, the closing sequence came with both men climbing for the belt. They're at the top of the ladder, trading rights and lefts, but as you probably guessed, Edge got the upper hand. Rick fell from the ladder, Edge reached up, grabbed his championship. It was a great main event match for Monday Night Raw. Once Flair made it to his feet, Edge gave him a spear, but John Cena arrived before Edge could dish out another concerto. So anyway, if you saw Ric Flair's last match in the summer of 2022, it was a tough watch. We're happy to see Flair get his final moment, but he was a shell of his former self. But on this night in 2006, we got some great late career Ric Flair. It wouldn't be long before Vince would mandate that Flair had to put his career on the line in every single match. So this was Flair's last WWE title match. And I have to say, well, at no point did anyone think Flair was going to win. It was a great little match. And if you'd like to continue the conversation about this match or any historical wrestling topic, I encourage you to join the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. You can search for it, or you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash wrestling news show. Either way, click join, we'll let you in, and we'll have our conversation. But if we don't see you there, we will see you right back here for another episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show.